It's the challenges we go through that define why we're doing what we're doing. If you actually look up what a defining moment means, you'll find that a defining moment is a point in your life where you're urged to make a pivotal decision or when you experience something that fundamentally changes you. Not only do those moments define us, but they have a transformative effect on our perceptions and our behaviors. Welcome to the Dreampreneur Podcast, a space for goal guidance, tangible strategies, and positive insight. Are you lost in a mindset that keeps you from achieving your dreams? Do you wish that you knew the steps that others have taken? What if the thing that you're most passionate about came with a paycheck? We're your hosts. I'm Alexis May. And I'm Katie Brown. Tune in weekly because we're getting real about the lessons we've learned through opening our salons and turning what started out as a side hustle into a community, a brand, a lifestyle, and so much more. We're dreampreneurs. We're here to share with you the good, the imperfect, and the ugly behind the hustle. Because it's not about the end goal. It's about the steps that you take along the journey that determines the outcome. If you're ready to work hard and get real with your personal story, pull up a chair, grab some boba, and let's start working on your dreams. It's time for another episode of the Dreampreneur Podcast. Woo woo! We're back, and I swear it feels like it's been a minute. I know I came over with all this energy, and I'm like, why am I talking like this, Katie? I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm just so excited. I haven't even had my boba tea yet. I swear our neighbors could like hear the excitement. <laughs> We're just like so pumped to be recording and be back. We have had a crazy couple of weeks, haven't we? Yeah, January. I know that everyone else feels like this, but it was like really long. And we had a lot going on in January. So I feel like it also makes it feel a little bit longer. Well, to start off with, one of the things that kind of kept us super busy was Alexis decided to plan a team event in San Diego. She rented this super cute Airbnb and we had a massive team training out there. Um, she taught a social media class, which everybody, I was looking around the room and everybody was taking notes. You guys, I had envisioned, I did 25 tickets for market partners to attend for the business that we do. And then I did 25 guest tickets for this event. Cause I really wanted to create something where it was like content and like a little bit of work, but <laughs> it ended up being like 40 people at this event. It was so amazing. And we were literally crammed into this little tiny living room and kitchen. And you know what? It works because we're close. We're like a family. So it just works. It was like the perfect little house for content creation and getting pictures for your Instagram. And it was so cool because one of the things that we advertised for this event was come and get your content. And so as people are showing up, girls are like in the bedrooms, like taking like their photos and getting all of these just like really cool creative shots. And it was just so amazing to see so many women helping each other out and supporting each other. And we were able to give like a lot of content creation tips. Alexis gave like different posing tips. And I was outside like helping people learn how to use their iPhones as cameras. And not only that, but we had our friends doing some different business strategy. Katie did an awesome thing to help people connect with customers. Like it was just such an incredible event. We teamed up with people that we are not on each other's teams, but you know what? We are a community where we support each other. And I think that was so, so, so much fun. And then what happens whenever Katie and I travel, (laughs) I swear, this is like a reoccurring thing that happens is 
What time did we stay up till? I, I want to say it was 1.30, but I think it was closer to 2.30 yep. in the morning because we went to bed at 1.30 <laughs> and then we were definitely <laughs> up laughing, talking about like, I don't even know the conversations that we have in the middle of the night are so funny. I laugh so hard. I cry. And then we can't go to sleep. And we're trying we're to be quiet because our friend is like, you know, normally our friends are there or something like that. And you're like trying to be quiet because it's nighttime and you just end up like laughing so hard. And then I think you brought up Taylor Simpson, right? So yeah. We talking about her. Yeah. We were talking about like different ways to kind of get the podcast started, some icebreakers, because you don't want to just dive into whatever your topic is about. You kind of want to like, you know, have a conversation and make your listeners feel like they're part of your conversation. So I was telling her, oh my gosh, I love that you showed me Taylor Simpson's podcast because she's so funny. She starts off her episode whenever she has a guest and she asks them, if you had to choose your last meal, like your very last meal, what would it be? And I love hearing people's answers. They're so funny. I mean, like one guy said that he would choose a sweet potato. And I'm like, out of all the food yeah, in no, the world. Yeah, no, not a sweet potato. Sorry. <laughs> and he had like a really cool Australian accent. He's like, I think I would just choose a sweet potato with like a cinnamon. And I can't do the accent, but it was perfect. <laughs> it was so funny. And I loved it. So we started asking each other really yeah, funny questions. Yeah. And what did I say? I said... <laughs> I'm like, this, this should be our question. If you could be any popsicle, <laughs> what would it be? And here's the kicker. And why? And why? So Katie, if you could be any popsicle, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh. I can't remember what I said that I think you night. said strawberry something. No, I thought I said a fudgesicle. No, no. It was <laughs> strawberry something, but you can change your mind. It's fine. Oh my gosh. I I mean, now I would choose a fudgesicle. Okay. I love like brownies, chocolate, like Anything chocolatey is like brownie is my favorite dessert probably of all time. And then I don't remember what you said. Oh, I know what I said because they're my favorite. And it's nostalgic because it's something that I had when I was a kid. It's called a big stick. It's like a pineapple. I think it's like a pineapple raspberry or something like that that I used to get. And it came in a huge bag at, bag at Costco. And I love it. It was literally like a party popsicle. So <laughs> that's what I would want to be. I would want to be a party popsicle that you get out every summer and remember. That is amazing. You would be the party popsicle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we definitely want to start our episodes with something that's going to make you guys laugh or just be a part of our lives because that's what this is about. It's bringing you guys into our life, into the things that we do and just trying to help you guys out. And it starts with a laugh. So if you could be any popsicle, any popsicle in the world, including fudgesicles, what would you be? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know on Instagram. Shoot us a message. Let us know what popsicle you'd be. We can't wait. So following that event in San Diego, the next weekend, it was like back-to-back events. Then we went to this really cool event called the Girl Talk Festival. This is supported by Sarah. She is an incredible, incredible, just like, I mean, if you were picturing a Barbie you nailed it because this is what she is. And she wanted to create events where you just like bring women together, support them. And it's so cool because it was here in Newport Beach, which was so nice. And I know that didn't we have like a different topic that we were planning on talking about? Yeah, we totally have like we have all these topics that we were yeah. so excited to touch base <laughs> on. But we initially were going to be talking about something completely different. And then there were so many takeaways from this event. We were just like, holy moly, we need to talk. We need to share what we learned, like some of our favorite takeaways from this event and really show how powerful it was. Um, so normally this time of year actually is the hair show in Long Beach. And 
like people from it's all over. It's a huge yeah, hair show. All over California. People come from all over to go to this hair show. And every year it's just been a little bit more and more different. It hasn't been quite what we're looking for. So within the past year of working together and going to events together and doing a lot of trainings, we've kind of learned that in order to grow in our business in a different way, we need to invest our money and our time in different events. So we opted out of the hair show. We went to the hair show together last year and this yeah. year we opted out. We chose to go to Sarah Pendrick's event. We'll tag um we'll tag her in the show notes so you guys can check her out. Yeah, so be sure to check the show notes so you guys can hop over and see her information. Anytime that we talk about anyone, you guys can always go down to our show notes and it's written in there for you guys to be able to see these different um, inspirational connections that you guys can get. Yeah, so pretty cool. We get to the event, we're looking around the room and we're like, oh, that's so-and-so, oh, that's so-and-so. And we're realizing there's, we're not the only hairstylist in the room. There's and some big name hairstylists were in that room too, which is so cool. Um, one of them, Hey Michelle, if you're listening right now, <laughs> one of my friends, I got to see her there and it was really cool because it shows not only what we are thinking, which is investing in our business in different ways, not doing just hands-on type of classes, but actually going and working on not hands-on classes, not salon business classes, but just business and mindset and working on ourselves and being able to go out into the world with this, not just being so focused in on just trying to do our craft, but going outside of that and being well-rounded business people and just people that want to make an impact on others. It's these kind of events that get you outside of your comfort zone. Freaking dog. Did you guys just hear that? We're sitting here and we're like trying to stay on point. And then you can hear Katie's dog in the background eating her bone. Come on, Sadie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what we were saying before is that it's these kind of events that get you outside of your comfort zone. They get you in the same room with others who are doing the same thing as you, if not bigger things than you. And you get to network with them. You get to make new friends. You get to make new connections. And you just, you learn so much more at an event like this than you would ever imagine. And you have to go into it being open-minded. And I think it's been really impactful on Katie and I's business, which is why we're going to be sharing about going to this event. Because spending money and investing in yourself is something that in the salon industry, if you're in the salon industry, it is really, really important. But I think it's so great to sit here and talk to hairstylists about not just doing that because taking taking that money and putting it in yourself for like your tool, like your tool belt, that's what I always call any of my techniques is my tool belt is great, but we're so much more than artists. And even if you're not a hairstylist, investing in yourself in these ways, wow, guys, my mind has been blown with how much that I've learned in just this past year about mindset practices. So we want to share with you guys some of the things that we've learned from going to events like this, because it's going to build you, it's going to make you think about things differently. And it makes an impact on us. And I know that I wouldn't be the same if I didn't do things like this. So Mm. We got to hear from some really amazing speakers, which one of the speakers was Lorena Jane, who, if you guys don't know who she is, it's Lorna Jane. Sorry, Lorna (laughs) Jane. (laughs) And she is a designer. She's not just a designer, you guys. I actually learned this. She's the creator of activewear. So Katie and I are sitting here wearing our yoga pants that I've gone around all day in. And guess what, you guys? You can thank Lorna Jane for that. And guess what? She's from Australia, which is 
like, I don't even know. I always say that it's like my spirit country, which is so exciting. So Katie, what was your takeaway from her? Cause I know it was just so good. We were writing so many notes. Dude, like Lorna Jane was, I just couldn't stop. I was obsessed with her and she's got an Australian accent, which we're obsessed with like Australian accent. And she accent. was so real. Yeah. She's cool. So actually what you were just saying about investing in these events and, um, like how many, I was thinking how many people we impact just being behind the chair. Mm -hmm. I see six to eight clients a day when I'm in the salon. Usually that's my average day. Think of that. So six to eight people are coming into the salon telling me the stories of their lives, the things that are going on. And it's my job. I I take it as part of Mm -hmm. my job to listen to them and give them like my true heart and my advice. So Lorna Jane actually said something, and I didn't have this in the show notes, but it's a quote that like I will forever live by. And she said, if you inspire one woman, mm-hmm. she inspires her family. And when she in- inspires her family, her family inspires the community. So it's, again, the ripple effect like I always talk about. the community inspires the world. Yes. So going to an event like this will change your mindset, and your mindset can affect the entire world. So. Mm-hmm. That was like one of my biggest takeaways. But the takeaway that I really, really loved was when she talked about defining moments. And <clears throat> oh my gosh, she has like these defining moments that she talks about in her life um, that she she remembers and she lives by. The first defining moment that she talks about was how she started just designing clothes for herself to wear when she was taking her yoga classes and her workout classes. And then her friends kind of asked her like here and there, like, oh, can you make me a piece? Can you make me a piece? And she just kind of made friends with everybody in her class. And then one day she looked around and she noticed that every single person in the yoga class was wearing Lorna Jane. Wearing her clothes that she was just making herself because then she realized she was like, wait a second. If I could sit here and make clothes for them. I can make clothes for so many other women. Yeah. And she started to realize that like, like you can wear these clothes if you make them cute and you make them stylish. You can wear them all the time. And women, as women, we're so busy. We're always on the go. And at some point in the day, we're going to get a workout in. So if you start the day wearing your workout gear, odds are you're probably going to have a way better chance to get a workout in. I, well, and then she was also like, what has the company been around for like 40 years or something like that? Mm-hmm. 20, I can't even remember what it was. It's been around for a long time though. And she was talking about back then when women would wear clothes, you would not wear your gym clothes outside of the gym. It wasn't cute. It wasn't convenient. It wasn't comfortable. And she was sitting here and she was like, well, I go and I work out at this you know, studio and then I go out and what am I supposed to do? Change my clothes, do all this stuff. Whereas like for me, I've got kids, I've got a busy life, you know, and this is me talking as Alexis, but I'm sitting here and I'm thinking now that we have active wear, I'm like, oh my gosh, she literally saw something that was needed and she just went with it. Mm -hmm. She followed her heart. That was something she loved to do. So then her next defining moment was, um, so she, now she opens, like she's ready to open a store. She's got her store. Her husband's helping her with it. And she makes all of these clothes. She's about to have a grand opening. And obviously you like open your store before your grand opening. Grand opening is just like a party that you have once Mm -hmm. you're open. And a woman comes in and she buys every single piece of clothing that Lorna Jane had in her store. And her husband called her and she's like, He's like, you're never going to believe this. This is amazing. This is incredible. A woman came in and bought everything. And they celebrated and they jumped up and down. They were all excited. She said money went everywhere. Her husband came in with like this wad of money. She'd never seen that. She goes, I've never seen that much money in my life. (laughs) And that was my poor excuse for an accent. And she said money was going everywhere. And then they sat there and they're like, we opened the store in two days. And she had to make 
all new clothes and like <laughs> hustle her little booty off. So that was another defining moment for her. And she she talks about the defining moments that like basically make you realize you're doing the right thing or you're heading in the right direction. And then when you look back, you realize like that moment led me to this decision, which led me to this decision. And it's just, it's really cool. So, so what are your defining moments? What's a moment that you've had that you realized you were living your dream or going after your goals? We all have defining moments in our life that make us stop and realize how far that we've come, the things that we're passionate about, the things that we're grateful for. Lorna Jane said this, which I love this quote. It's the challenges we go through that define why we're doing what we're doing. If you actually look up what a defining moment means, you'll find that a defining moment is a point in your life where you're urged to make a pivotal decision or when you experience something that fundamentally changes you. Not only do those moments define us, but they have a transformative effect on our perceptions and our behaviors. And something powerful about this is that you're going to have these defining moments if you look back on your life and you're either going to take that opportunity or you're not. And I can only think about right now the decision when it was like it had to be really fast whenever I was going into possibly owning my salon suite and going in and doing that. That was a defining moment for me. And I look back on it and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I just like decided not to? How different would my life be right now just because of that one pivotal defining moment. And obviously we're going to have a whole bunch of them, but I think also moving into this is just being sure. Like Lorena was moving Lorna. Oh my gosh. I always say it. Lorna was moving into an atmosphere where like men were the superpower. It was all about Nike and men and all this stuff. And she was moving into a space where she was told women would never wear these things outside of the gym. And guess what? You don't even probably know that you're wearing your yoga pants right now, riding in your car, thanking God that you can wear these yoga pants everywhere because of this incredible woman who stepped into a space and decided this was going to be her defining moment. And she went from creating pieces in her garage or in her house, sewing them by herself to now having, what was it like over a hundred and something stores all around the world? Like she created a movement And I think that's amazing because not only did she look at this defining moment and say, I can't believe I just did this. This So amazing. She let it change her life and she rode that. And I love that confidence. She rode it like a roller coaster. She sure did. And she created a whole new, a whole new thing for women, which thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Lorna Jane. (laughs) Uh, The last little bit that it actually goes with the roller coaster thing that I just said, this is what she said. Whenever you're scared to do something, think of it like a roller coaster. At first, initially, you're scared, but it's never as bad as you think. So when you go on the ride and you're on it, you can't turn back. You find yourself going on it again and again and again. So I I love that because it's so true. It like gives you that courage to just take that leap and follow your intuition. And then on day one, we also heard from other people. So not only did we hear from her, we also heard from Natalie Ellis, which is the CEO of Boss Babe, which when we got there, we were so excited because we love the Boss Babe Instagram account. If you don't follow that, again. Yeah, a lot of cool swag for sale oh there. That's another cool thing when you go to these events is you yes. get so much swag. Yes. And a bunch of other incredible speakers that just share all this valuable information. And that's obviously the reason why we want to come and just share with you guys little bits and pieces. But it covers all kinds of different topics from business, mindset, getting better sleep, importance of sleep, how to prevent burnout. And something that was so powerful to me was breath work. 
I have never done breath work before and I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, cause this is me, you guys, I'll do anything once. It's cool. Like I will take what I can, even if I think someone's woo woo or I'm like, eh, that's a little bit weird for me. It's fine. I'll do it once and I'll, I'll be there to, and they always say play all out. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to play all out. I'm sitting here doing this breath work. You breathe in your tummy, your chest, and then you breathe out. So you go, <sighs> I don't know how that's going to sound on a podcast, but you guys, I had this like overwhelming experience that happened to me when I did that. And it was so incredible. It was just like this clarity thing that happened to me. And it's not something I would ever do. I would never step out of my comfort zone and do that kind of thing. And it is one of the things that I'll walk away with just being so thankful for. So they go through other things like limiting beliefs, which man, every single one of us has these and we need to learn how to break through them. How to grow your brand on social media. What else, Katie? What else did we hear about? I mean, one of the things that I I loved on day two was you learned about like the pain that you go through in life, like whether that's physical or mental, right? And you learn that suppressing it only makes it worse because Mm -hmm. you're not able to feel it. You have to feel through the pain. So that was super powerful because we feel so we can heal. We learned about the subconscious mind and thoughts, which is like super freaking fascinating to me. Um, Money mindset, imposter syndrome, the ego, gratitude, like the list goes on and on and on. And at the end of an event like this, you're just like exhausted because your oh brain gosh, is just yeah. like a poof. So, um, so yeah, I look over at Alexis after this <laughs> breath work and she's just got tears streaming down her face and she's like, that was so powerful. I'm like, I'm so proud of you, buddy. Like, it's so amazing to see this breakthrough. And yeah. I guarantee a year ago, Alexis would have been like, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I wouldn't have done it. And it's just, I've gotten to this place where I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. See if it's for me. If not, that's okay. But I'm at least going to try it. And I'll share with you guys a little bit of an insight of why breath work was so amazing to me because you sit here and you do this breath work. And if you're someone who's sitting here thinking, well, that's woo woo. Wow. It's amazing because first of all, you start to feel dizzy. And then all of a sudden you're thinking you can't do it. And working on my mindset, I just always tell myself, no, you can do it. You're strong. And then you have to focus so much on your body and what it's doing. And then all of a sudden that dizziness just kinds of go away. And all of a sudden it's clarity. And I sat here and I had this breakdown and I'll be open and honest with you guys. I have been trying to work through what my like eating habits are and things like that. And through listening to some other podcasters and stuff, I realized that I just have a really bad relationship with food. And I don't use food. Like I'm not like someone who like crams food down my throat, like all this stuff, but I do use food as something to make me feel better, not something to nourish my body. And it's something that I'm working on this year. And I've already said, like, we just talked about, you know, working on our, our goals for 2020. And I just have never taken that, that, what is it? Um, whenever you like take ownership over something. And I just had this connection during that breath work that I use food to make me feel good about myself and which sucks because then I'm dealing with my weight issues and things like that. And I'm so over and I'm so sick and tired of it. So it was just this clarity while I was doing breath work. And I just started crying because it was just finally me acknowledging what it was and now I can work through it. So it's been in the back of my mind. I've talked, I know I've talked to you about this, but it was in that moment that I just had this clarity and this release doing something that I'd never would have done before. It's like clarity and acceptance at the same time. Yeah. Like you're just like, that's, that's it. It comes to you. And I told my husband about this because I was actually just having 
um, a little bit of a, an issue the other day with someone that I know. And all I did was I was like, okay. And my husband, you guys, he probably thinks I'm crazy with some of the stuff that I do, but I was telling him about this experience a little bit before. And I was like, okay, we're in the car. And I'm like, I'm just going to do some breathing right now. And he was like, okay. And I just started explaining it to him. And what's great is that him before he would look at me like I'm psycho crazy. He'd be like, what in the world are you doing in the car right now? But I told him about it and I was just like, okay, I just need to take some deep breaths. So I just did some deep breathing for a little bit. And he, he like, he understood, which was really cool because it would definitely not be something Shane would be like, oh, okay, sure. Do your breath work, babe. Well, if but, you learn something like that at an event and then you go home and you do it, you, you kind of want to explain what you're doing. So they're yeah. not like, uh, is she having a mental <laughs> breakdown? <laughs> are you having a baby over there? What are you doing? But it was great because not only like it's, it's something that I brought into my life, but Shane understands. He's like, okay, awesome. That works for you. Yeah. You know, so and I'm glad that I can things, do that. <laughs> we all have the things that work for us. So, yep. Okay. So what do you feel like your favorite takeaways were from this event? From the whole event. Mm -hmm. Um, well, as you know, Alexis, that week leading up to the event was really, really rough for me. I had a lot of things that went down in my life and I was just feeling all the feels like, which before we walked into this event, we did a prayer in the car and it was just like, the week was hard and I could see it in your face. Yeah. I picked you up and or yeah, I picked up Alexis and she was like, Oh, what's wrong? And I was just like, can you tell my energy is different? And yeah. she's like, yeah, like your mood is off. And I was just like, I just feel like so sad right now. And that's not like me. Like I'm always mm-hmm. one that's like, hey, I'm here. Get in the car. Let's go. And I just, I knew that going into this event, I wasn't mentally prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready for it, but I knew it was going to be so good for me. So, um, you know, Sarah Pendrick, right before the event started, she said, are you going to go all in? And everybody's like, yes, we're going to go all in. We agreed to go all in. And so that's what I did, even though my energy was drained, even though I didn't really want to be there. Being totally real with you guys, I, I wanted to be at my house, on my couch, curled up in a blanket with my puppies and like crying. Like I didn't want to be there. And, you know, Alexis, your prayer for me was so powerful and so amazing. And I've thought about it multiple times. So that could be definitely my favorite part, but with the event, <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't heard of her, her name's Jenna Phillips Ballard. She is a boss babe. She, yeah, she took the stage and you felt her power. She demanded your attention and it was so amazing. She brought people up on the stage and coached them and it was so cool. Her energy shifted the room. Um, but she had us go through this guided meditation that she actually made. And it was really cool. And I, I just like closed my eyes. I accepted it. And it reminded me of my connection to God and the universe and myself and how we are the creators of whatever we want out of this life and how once upon a time, we didn't have those self-limiting beliefs and doubts and restrictions and how anything we want out of this life can be achieved all we have to do is let go of what no longer serves us. And in this guided meditation, she says, when your words and your thoughts and your actions are in harmony, that's bliss. And that really hit all the feels for me because I felt like I had to create that harmony. And Mm. then listening to this, I mean, you know, Alexis looks over at me and there's tears streaming down my face and it just had all the feels because it's like letting go of what no longer serves you, whether that's people or things whatever it is. And mm-hmm. that's what I needed to do. I needed to let go of it. And once I did like the very next day, all of this goodness kept like flooding into my life. And I was just like, I let it go. And then good things came in. So, I mean, this, that event, it happened at the right time for me. Yeah. And one of the things that I shared is that afterwards, like afterwards I shared this with Katie and it's like, 
we are women, right? I mean, the majority of us listening to this podcast are women. If you're not, totally fine, dudes. It's cool. But as women... We love that you're here. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, as women, we are so full of emotions. That's what we were... Like, we were created to be these nurturers and all these things. And we need to have these emotional letdowns. When you're in a place like this, it's safe. You are safe to be who you are, warts and all. It doesn't matter because guess what? We're all the same. Everyone raises their hand at a whole bunch of different moments, feeling not worthy, feeling guilty, feeling like they're not doing enough. Just all these different things that you realize we're all the same. And not only that, but we are all capable of breaking through this. These women have insane stories, insane pasts and histories. And what they've decided to do is take that, not be a victim and walk into their life that they feel like they're designed to walk in. And one of the other things real fast, closing out one of, I just had to share this because it was the other thing that just really made my mind blown is I was sitting there and I'm thinking about all these different people. This is when Jenna was on stage and she was having people like talk to each other and share these different things. And It was like reading out the thoughts that you have in your head, what the ego says to you. You're stupid. You're fat. You don't do enough. Just like things like that. And she had these two ladies go on stage and read it to each other. What they say to themselves in their heads to the woman across from them. That was so powerful because what you say in your head, would you ever say it to the woman across from you? I would never say the things in my head that I say to myself to Katie, to like friend, to anybody. ever, yeah. never. And so one of the women was talking about how she was talking and saying, talk to your little girl self. And that is what I was like, whoa, like mind blown. Because I sat there and I thought of my daughter who's three years old, Willow. And I just thought, and I'm like, oh my gosh, with what I say in my head, would I ever say that to my daughter? Never. And I look back and I'm like, okay, let me think of five or six year old Alexis freaking, I knew the world was mine. I did not care. Like I was like the craziest kid, whatever. Like I had all these big, beautiful, amazing dreams. And now what I tell 28 year old Alexis, I would never, ever tell five-year-old Alexis. I would never tell a little girl that. So take yourself back when you're sitting here talking to yourself in these negative ways and not believing that you can get on the stage like Jenna Phillips Ballard and demand an audience, create an energy because you totally can. So think about when you're beating yourself up, would you go back and tell little five-year-old you the things that you're telling in your head right now? Out loud. Out loud. Would Mm -hmm. you say it to her face, get down on your knees, say it to her level and tell her you are not worthy. You are overweight. You are this, you are that, whatever it is that you beat yourself up for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you do that? No, never. So stop doing it to yourself right now and picture yourself at that age so that you're not going to beat yourself up. So obviously after going to like a series of events like these, we've been to a lot. We have a lot of takeaways and we want to share with you guys how to mentally and physically prepare yourself when you go to an event like this. So first of all, you're not going to connect with every single speaker. You might not love every single speaker. I am one of those people where some people, I just sit there and I'm like, "Mm, 
not for me, but I'm going to stay in the room. I'm going to give them their attention and I'm just going to stay open-minded and take in what I can from them. Whether it, it like, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever the difference is, it's just take what you can take it in and then move on to the next person. And there's going to be some people that you look back on an event and you're going to be like, holy crap. When that one got on the stage, I was just in it, like, my mind was blown. And then other people you're going to be like, huh? And it's okay <laughs> because you are going to be there and you're going to get what you need out of that event. So yeah. stay open-minded, listen, and you're going to learn something. And then the next thing is you're going to want to be mentally prepared, mentally prepared to experience new things, to experience things that like you never thought that you would ever experience. And, um, also just know you're going to be really tired afterwards. So Ooh. if you are like visiting from out of town, you're staying somewhere, whatever, you're probably going to be networking with a lot of people mm-hmm. and meeting a lot of people. And you might want to go out and hang out with them afterwards, but just know you're going to need to take that quiet time to like reflect on the day and get rest. Especially if it's like a multiple day event, you're going to be exhausted from learning so many new things. And then next to that, you need to be physically prepared. So I think it's really cool to get a journal that you write your notes from these type of events. And if you do trainings or whatever it is for the business that you do, it's so important to just have all of your stuff in one journal, one notebook, and then you're going to need things. This might sound weird that we're talking about this, but we want everyone to know because we've learned going to these events, you need a phone charger because your phone's probably going to die. You're going to want to dress comfortable, bring layers. And also sometimes the chair is hurt, but it's okay. Just wear something comfortable that you can sit in. I literally have pumped at multiple, like both, like both of the recent events that I've been to because I'm still pumping with my baby. So I have to wear comfortable clothes. Um, you're going to want to bring pens, notebooks. If you need hand lotion, chapstick, whatever it is that makes you feel comfortable. And also I would recommend to get a breakfast before if you need coffee, grab yourself some coffee. And then I would also look at which Katie and I are awful at is prepping in advance for like lunch and making a reservation. That's also something great to do if you don't have on-site lunch. Just kind of do it at adva- in advance. So that way you got yourself some food for the day. Yeah. And a couple more things on that. Like make sure that you don't eat a super heavy lunch. Cause if you're going to eat a super heavy, like pasta pizza lunch, you're going to come back and you're going to feel bloated and tired from all the carbs. So eat something light, something that's like brain food. Um, and then when you bring a phone charger, like she said, don't just bring a phone charger that like plugs into the wall. Cause you're probably not going to be near a plug, like bring oh, yeah. a little portable one. Yeah. And then for me, my eyes hurt so bad when I look at screens for a long time. And usually most of the time at those like conventions, there's going to be big screens that you're going to either have to read the small like text on it. So I always bring my glasses, which are like blue light glasses. And that prevents me from getting a headache. And I just feel like I can like look at the screen for longer without my eyes getting tired. Um, but most importantly, don't leave, don't leave early. And if you do leave for lunch and it wasn't like the speakers that you were connecting with, come back because you're going to miss out. You never know who's coming on next and you might miss out on something incredible and amazing. And we noticed day two, a lot of people didn't come back and you know, that, that could be for many different reasons, but they missed out because day two was like fire. It was so good. Yeah. So we want to challenge you guys. If you've never been to an event like this, or you haven't found one that really speaks to you, check out the events in your area or ones that are around you that you can travel to, because this can literally change your life, your business, 
just all of the things around you. So we want to challenge you to look up this year, plan at least one event, go pay for it, go invest in yourself and go to an event. I mean, big or small, it doesn't matter. You just need something that's going to challenge you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first couple of episodes. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review letting us know what you loved. And if something spoke to you, screenshot this episode and share it on the gram tagging at the Dreampreneur Podcast. That way we can see what speaks to you in order to serve this community and give back in the ways you need it most. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.